What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle Project Podcast. This is your host, Nick Marcos, and this is my newest project where I'm sitting down with local business owners and community members who truly embody the hustle mentality. We're going to dive in deep and get their amazing stories of the ups, the downs, and everything in between. So whether you're an entrepreneur, you want to be an entrepreneur, or you're just someone who enjoys hearing the stories behind our community's movers and shakers, this is the podcast for you. So tune in and take pride knowing that we have these great people with incredible stories living right here in our neighborhood. Make sure you tune in weekly for our newest episodes. For more information, check out our website, hustleprojectpodcast.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Project Podcast. Enjoy this week's episode, guys. Welcome to the show, guys. So tonight I have with me Nicole and James, and we are going to talk about Shop Sin, which is a retail store that's located in Lynn. It's actually in the downtown area, which is currently undergoing a huge renaissance. And well, it is true, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that, it is, that true. is very it's a huge, true. I mean, you guys are yeah. part of the renaissance. Exactly, yeah. which is awesome mm-hmm. and exciting. It is. So Shop Sin is a retail shop located in the heart of the renaissance of downtown Lynn. And you guys basically have built a business around the premise that you are going to support local entrepreneurs who may not necessarily have their own places to sell their products, and you guys will facilitate Absolutely. that, sort of be like a like a storefront that only sells products from people, local people. Yes, local, from locals. Yes, local vendors, exactly. So we're, you guys are from Lynn originally, both of you? No. Oh, no, he's oh, from Austin. Okay, so Nicole's from Lynn. Yeah. Yes. James, you're well, from I moved to Lynn when I was a kid. So, so you're an adopted yeah. Lynn kid. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Nicole, you're from Lynn. Yes. <laughs> Born and raised. Let's get back to the people who really matter. <laughs> <laughs> but Nicole, you're from Lynn, and yes. so what part of Lynn did you grow up in? I grew up in West Lynn, Marion oh. Gardens. Oh, Marion Gardens, yeah, yes. near Washington School, my old, that, my exactly. alma mater. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so James, when you came to Lynn, what part of Lynn did you come to? Same part. Oh, so well, the Commons. Okay, so the Commons, so the same area. Same so area. You're, and so now your store, which is not too far from there. You're really serving, like, literally the people in your neighborhood. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, so it's, has it been difficult to sort of rile them up to come and support um, you? Yeah, well, half and half, yeah. you know. You just expect the people that you know, that you grew up with, you have relationships with. You mm-hmm. expect those to, to have been the frontline people to yeah. be, you know, vendors and investors. And, but it came from other places first. Well, I mean, hey, it look. It was definitely an eye opener. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like you're holding back. Uh, you're not- <laughs> it's an eye opener. <laughs> Go ahead, Nicole. It was because I, you were like, oh, this is going to be awesome because, you know, we know so many people that do things in our community already. So we thought they were going to jump on it and that this is going to be some uh, easy transition. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, bam, we already, we're in the community. We, we are from here. This is going to be something that's going to You didn't think you had just- to sell them. Like, right. You didn't have to, exactly. I shouldn't have to sell you. That's automatic. Yeah. And then when it came down to it, it was just like people that we did not have relationships with that were so excited about what we were doing. So, but like he said, people are jumping on board, you know, slowly but surely they're coming through. Our last pop up, right? Our last pop up, we had a lot of local people. Exactly. Are they really going to do it? Are they really going to stay open? So now they're trying to see, Mm -hmm. they're starting to see now that it's 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 serious. it's, It's an amazing thing because people will run to go buy the new Jordans that came out and support Michael Jordan. 
right? Like, right. you don't need, he's a billionaire. He doesn't know. need money. Right. I mean, I understand. You don't even he know his sneakers. Like, who doesn't want a pair of Jordans? Right. But you don't even know this guy. But you ran to Foot Locker all the way in Danvers, you know, to go get, to go get these Jordans. And I have a pop-up, and I've known you since we were little kids, and mm-hmm. you didn't even come. Right, exactly. Right? And it's not that you need to buy something. I, it's show your face. Just show, show your face. Show support. Yeah. support because exactly. support to you is not just financial. It's a, like this is an emotional game exactly. more than a financial game. And a lot it's of. It's like, you know, share it on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah, show, show, show it on Instagram. You know how that, difficult you know? that is, though? Yeah. That is extremely and why difficult. is it? Because it's a free way to support someone. It's, a, it's completely free. I'll tell you what I, my theory is, and maybe people can comment in, in, in the post on Facebook what their theory is but my theory is that people are really actually hesitant to associate themselves with the risk taker because the risk taker is vulnerable to judgment and if you associate yourself with someone who's taking a risk of opening a business and they fail then you're the guy who supported the failing business mm, you know and, that's I, and an it's interesting way to but look at it. if you're not in a position where you're to even to be judged, you don't have a business. You're just a you know regular Joe and like, like it doesn't really matter. Else, if it doesn't you matter. Succeed what, or fail. I mean, these are the people we're speaking of. These are you know like it's. I didn't. I, I don't think that that's exclusive to the people who already have their own businesses. I think it's. I think it actually encompasses everybody you know. I mean, I think the people that know you the most feel like they have the most to risk by supporting you. That's because they're really associated because they're associated there so say your brother for example and i'm not saying this is the actual case but say your brother for example he's your brother so if he goes down and supports you and you fail he's gonna fail with you right oh, but that's he, how he'll feel that's well and fe- that's mean, how he will be perceived him, if, if right. perception the, will by be them not supporting that's them helping failure you know I, what i mean i couldn't that, agree that's i couldn't agree with failure. that so couldn't agree with you if more you're scared right? of failure and you're scared like to be stand next to like i don't want this to fail then help right. be a part of it like yeah, yeah, but that's that not make i don't sense. i don't believe that that's how a non-entrepreneurial or a non-hustler's mindset works most of the time it, it doesn't come from a malicious place i don't think people want to see you fail i think that they're just they're more likely to just avoid the situation than because it is a risk to them. They risk they risk something when they when they put their name on something. They are associated they show with support. it. Yeah, when they show support, yeah. they're associated with it. I mean, nobody wants to go to a party where only two people show up. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't a good party. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like nobody wants to do business. So it's funny to me. The point is that you have to prove yourself to the local community. Yeah, but you know, guys do. like MJ, and that's what we having to do is definitely right. prove it. You know, definitely. It's true with any business. You have to prove it. Um, but it's it, it's just a little more painful in your situation because your business actually serves the people in the neighborhood. It's like opening up a supermarket and buying like the best fresh produce. Exactly. sourced from the farms like at the edge of town <laughs> and then bringing them downtown and then saying hey guys you want some produce and everyone being like eh, I don't know I think I'm gonna go to Whole Foods I'm gonna buy the, the stuff from Mexico and it's like wait a second guys like at least give me a look now, come down and show support in your community that are doing yeah. things you know what I mean and you're willing to go to Walmart or wherever you're willing to go to right. because you know what I mean that just seems more it's a know. tough hurdle I'm sure that yeah. it's gonna be probably one of your biggest things you're going to have to deal with uh, as entrepreneurs is yeah. to sort of find a way to create to create value in the community without overselling the fact that all you're about is creating value because it, it's going to be tough. Um, talk to me a little bit. So your history. So James, you said um, that you're not originally from Lynn, but you, you came over from Boston. At what point did you guys meet? 
Um, right when I moved to Lynn. Oh, so when you guys were young, you've known you. Fourteen. You, yeah, so you guys have known each other for a long time. So, so is shop scene or the concept something that always was what you guys wanted to get into? No, we started coming up with it in the last maybe two years, talking about different concepts of a way to create like a store. But we had different concepts, different ways of going about it. That you guys would mull over. Yeah, and yeah exactly. And chit chat about. And then Jay came up with the um, shop sin idea where, you know, we could have different people that create things in Lynn or create things in Massachusetts. We had to expand it because we didn't get the people from Lynn as we had thought originally that we were going to. I mean, it was going to be about Lynn, but then we didn't get as much you know response from the local creatives in the city so then we had to expand it to massachusetts you know what i mean mm-hmm. first we expanded it to boston and then we expanded it to massachusetts just so that we could get some Enough vendors, vendors in the store yeah so i mean and he became he come jay came up with the concept of um support your neighborhood or serve your neighborhood that being a play on Lin Lin City of Sin. Mm-hmm. Rather, it's you know it's, shop sin, which is a positive thing. S Y N instead of yeah, instead of sin. sin yeah. You know, so that um that really was cool. I I was on it immediately. Like oh, oh that's dope right away. So yeah. <laughs> so I um, that's so how I want to find about. out why because Nicole, you're you're pretty active in the community, and James, I'm not sure. Are you as as you as active? I do everything she do. Okay, yeah. but you're a, you're a little more low key. Scenes, I feel like yeah. Yeah, I, mean, she, I follow you both. Very low key. I follow you both <laughs> yeah. on Facebook, and I have to ask you, James. I don't have to ask Nicole. Yeah, like, I gotta stay low it's, key. Right. Maybe she does enough choice. for both of you guys. But Nicole, you're really active um, in the community, Lynn especially. So talk to me a little bit about that because Shopsin is a business that's built on the back of you can tell of someone who's really at the core is really about their community and you can't be about your community and not be an activist in your community. It just doesn't make any sense. So this makes all the sense to me that, yeah, obviously you guys are active right. and then, you know, five minutes on your Facebook page and it's like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> she's really active. Talk to me about some of it. I mean, I, I, I saw the, the Juneteenth celebration. Yeah, that um, was awesome. Not too long ago, which is something totally different, something, you know, I actually had to Google, I grew up in Lynn, I had to Google it, and this is a shame um, that I had to Google it, but this is what, you know, this is the world we live in, Um, and I was blown away by it, Um, and then I realized that you managed to somehow do that in the city of Lynn, which I can imagine, I mean, it's hard enough to, like, pay a parking ticket, never mind, like, we're trying to work with the city to do something. Yeah, to do something (laughs) constructive. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, be able to be free and, and voice your opinions and have a voice and be heard. So talk to me about it. I mean, all right. So um, it's a nonprofit that um, that we founded called North Shore Juneteenth Association, and the reason why it was founded was because we wanted to bring positive um, images of African Americans into our community. It's just that you know we don't see a lot of it. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of the Lynn is extremely diverse. There's so many cultures there, but we just wanted to add to the, add the African American community to that. You Correct. know what I mean? So that's a, that's how it began. In 2017, we had our first Juneteenth um And can you explain what Juneteenth is? Because I'm sure a lot of people don't know. Okay, so yeah. Ju- Juneteenth is a holiday. It's actually a state holiday in Massachusetts, and it commemorates the ending of slavery for all African Americans. I mean, there was um, still people enslaved in Texas two years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. So um, June 19th, 1865 is when those people in Texas learned that they were free, and that became the uh, Juneteenth 
um, celebration. Okay, and that's something that's celebrated annually, and there's a lot annually. of and there's a lot of communities. Forty-two states celebrated. Forty-two yes. states will celebrate it. Massachusetts, obviously, being one of them. But Lynn never had a celebration for it. Never. No. Never. Never. Till until we started it in 2017. That's and when. That that's was the first Juneteenth. Celebration. That's amazing to think. Yeah. That you know, and were you part of a team, or was it something that were you? Yeah, well, it's, a, it's an organization. So we have a couple of other members. We have a co-chair. Um, her name is Jackie Fitzhugh. We have um, April Deaver. She's um, one of the members. We also have um, new members coming on this year. So we, yeah, it's a group of us. Okay. Yeah. And it, it's just like a group that like meets all the time and you guys put... We meet yeah. once a month. I mean, we, we do a flag raising. We do a 5K every year. That's um, the Black Excellence 5K. We have a lot of events right. so to highlight African Americans. I mean, as if it isn't that enough lead up to Juneteenth, right. and yeah. if it isn't enough to do a Juneteenth celebration, right? You're doing a whole spe- It's like a full spectrum. So it's it's right. yeah. It's, it's nothing. It's not a small thing. It's actually a lot of work put into right. it. Right. It's layered. Yeah. Right. So, what's your role in this, James? Um, I do everything. <laughs> like, he does everything. everything. He's the support like, of like if if we're doing the five k, he's there bringing waters and making sure that you know everything is going, running smoothly. He's the MC the planning, sometimes. Uh, like everything. He does everything. <laughs> he helps a lot. Cool. Um, so what my what? How do you when you think about the, uh, putting a Juneteenth celebration together? How do you separate that from shops in, or do you? you yeah, know? it's 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 separated because it two different entities like that you know they both they stand on their separate. own but i mean they obviously it's all community so at one point yeah that's what i mean it's hard cohesive. to separate the two because yeah, they seem intertwined is. in that network of community right so it must be a challenge to kind of keep them separate right um, no i mean people come for shops and and if they're interested in juneteenth then it's you know it's a learning place they can definitely get information there too yeah so the juneteenth celebration was a success it was very successful i read about it in the lynn item yeah but they put it in the lynn item yeah. it was very nice it's very nice because yeah. it's, it got some press and that's what it needs right to grow but to ultimately grow. what's the goal um the goal is to make it north shore wide like i want everyone on the is north there no shore other community that's celebrating it i just learned that malden did one this year so malden had a um juneteenth um, and celebration. salem starting to put something together for it. Well, too, Will, so. I'm working with them, with yeah. Salem. We did something in, at the PVD Museum oh, this great. year to collaborate with Salem, and I also spoke with the mayor of Salem to see if we could do a flag raising there next year. So we're trying to make it something that, you know, everybody on the North Shore knows about, and it's uh, it's building awareness of the holiday. Right, and it should be, right? I yeah, mean, it's everybody should know. Th- there's a community of people that are underserved. Exactly, right? yeah. exactly. Just like, um, you know, as a Greek, for example, like we raise a flag. Yeah. I don't know if they still do it all the time, but I remember when I was young, they used to raise a flag at City yeah. Hall. We met at the Greek festival. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No kidding. That was yeah. our first date. Well, no, we didn't meet we there. Didn't we meet met there. Across, at the gardens, and that was You took her first. to the Greek festival for your first yeah. date? Well, I nice never guy. knew about it. Like, she, <laughs> yeah, it's the Greek she told me about it. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> How can you miss it? It shuts down the oh, whole neighborhood for three days. I'm yeah. telling you. I just moved out here like that week. Yeah, that oh, week. Oh, you didn't know at the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, that's that's if you're from Lynn, the St. George Greek Church has a festival once a year, Labor Day, 
yeah, yeah, the end of yeah. the summer, a three-day event. And if you live in that neighborhood, sort of in the commons, I'm sure it keeps you up all night. Like, I'm surprised I'm that they haven't you. gotten rocks over it, the though. fence. Yeah. That was the cooler. That was right. a real cool event. So do you ever take them back just to relive? Um, I was going to propose there, but then they didn't, they didn't have it there, like the, how the setup anymore. Oh, like how it was set up it before. Like the they changed it. It was and, more yeah, vendors or whatever. It was originally. Yeah. It was, it was like a giant shop sin. Yeah, exactly. It really was. Exactly yeah. what it was. Great, what it, I mean, it was, yeah. it was, there were a lot of people from the community, Greek people who would yeah. sell their baked goods. Exactly. Or, I love baklava. Yeah, great. That's where I had my first. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, whenever I go in like a... You met your a, favorite yeah. guy and your favorite dessert exactly. the same day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So is there any other community? I mean, I, I'm asking only because I, I'm probably, you're probably going to blow me away with something else. But if it's not enough to have shops in and the Juneteenth Association, like, is there anything else community-wise that you guys are really involved or really cool, keen on right now? Or? We're doing, uh, and that would be a good thing. Maybe you would, would like to sponsor that to help out. I'm always oh. interested in getting involved in land. We're going to have a... September 1st, Labor Day weekend, uh, back, uh, back to school jam, backpack drive, backpack giveaway. Mm -hmm. So What's, what, is, what is it? So what do they do? We're going to have, this is the first one, but we plan to do this annual. And we have help from other sponsors, Bajo Corner, um, Rec Shop Movement, Victorious Barbershop, um, some of our sin partners, Poison Pink. Yoma, style by Yoma. Well, we're going to give away 500 backpacks and school supplies. Wow. We're getting 10 barbers to cut hair for all the kids for free. A couple beauticians signed on to do girls hair. You know, um, have speeches, entertainment for the kids, a lot of, you know, just... Where, just where is this? Ironbound on Mount Vernon Street. Okay. It's going to be on the outside, an outside venue. On, on Labor Day weekend? Yes. September, September 1st. September 1st. Yeah, I'm interested. Give me the information. I'd definitely oh, like absolutely. to be a part of it. That would be For awesome. sure. I mean, honestly, I mean, you get to the point where you, you're at some point going to have to say no, right? Like, you're yeah. involved in too many things, but I'm not there, and I'm looking for more. So oh, awesome. Please, awesome. Yeah, for sure. And it, especially for Lynn. I mean, look, I'm from the North Shore, ultimately. Like, we're all part of the yeah. North Shore. But Lynn is, will always have, like, a special place because I, I, I'm from Lynn. Like yeah. Part of who I am is from Lynn. And just like anybody, if you're from Marblehead or Swampscott or wherever, it's a big part of who you are. So exactly. Lynn just to me is a city that is just, you know, I was fortunate enough to have um, Antonio Anderson on, oh, um, wow. on one of my last episodes. And he's someone who's actually getting really involved in the community. He just helped Lynn yeah. win a championship. Yeah. Um, and he's come back home committed to helping the community. Who knows? Maybe he might be interested in, in doing yeah, something there, yeah, too. Yeah, we reached out to a lot of people, and a lot of people are reaching out, reaching back. And, yeah. You know, it's getting a good, good output. I think so it's going to be a huge event. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, the city needs more stuff like that. And Absolutely. So what I was saying about him is when I was when I, when I I was talking about what he's done, I realized, I realized quickly that, you know, these guys are like lightning rods in the community. They're literally just energizing energizing and they're bringing that energy you know for him they win a state championship at Lynn English that energizes the local yeah. community yes. it does. everybody was very excited yeah it's a big deal yeah. I mean it took 80 years to get there again that's a exactly. that's a big big deal and then we have people like you in downtown that are energizing energizing so of course you know anyone who's doing stuff like that 
if you're successful and you don't feel an obligation to give back, that's that's bad. But yeah. if you are successful and you're obligated, you feel obligated to give back. These are the opportunities that you look for. So for sure, I'd love to be a part of it. Absolutely. Um, so. Before you guys opened shops in, um, both of you were working full time somewhere. Yes, and yeah. I'm still working. Oh, so you're oh yes. you're still working full time. Yes. So Nicole, you're. I also work full time. Oh, you both have full time jobs, mm-hmm. and you run the store. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's Hopefully, yeah. This we is also the have last a son, year. and he's helping us too. Our son helps us as well. That's amazing. Yeah. So you never quit your job. No. Wow. So now you you get up every morning, you go to work. So this is now for someone, for anyone who's my looking, schedule altered. I mean, obviously, <laughs> of course, but. yeah. But but for anyone who's an entrepreneur or you know wants to be an entrepreneur or doesn't truly understand the what it's really like to be an entrepreneur, this is a great example of sort of like you guys are like just like a small seed just planted in the dirt, right. like literally just at this point, it's so critical that you just keep your head down and not get distracted and just keep your blinders on. I mean, you're still working somewhere else, which means right. you can't even you can't even eat the fruit off your tree yet. Not yet. I mean, it's still mm-hmm. so tender. Um, this I remember was a really exciting time for me in hindsight, but at the when you know, looking back, it was actually exciting because you're learning so much. You're learning so much, but it's so hard to to focus on the fact that you're learning. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you just <laughs> you can't like, be pa- oh your patience runs out. You're like, all right, already, like, let's start making money or let's start mm-hmm. doing this or let's start being profitable or, you know, let's. Yeah. I'm, I can tell you right now, I, I've been self-employed since 2003, so 15, 16 years. Um, when I started this car dealership for the first six years, I didn't take a paycheck. Six years. Yeah. I didn't have another job. I had some money saved up when I needed a little bit. You know, I was fortunate. I lived with my parents. When I when I needed a little bit, like I would take it just for little things. You know, buy a new pair of pants or buy a shirt. People used to make fun of me because I used to shop at you know buy my clothes at Target. Right. You know, a lot of the kids that I knew were making money. They had good jobs. You know, they were going out. They were buying Armani. Like who knows? They were buying like high end clothing. And I was trying to make the best of it. I wasn't. Re- to be honest with you, my solution was to just stop caring about my physical appearance for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to kind of sacrifice in certain places and that's where I, find, I was like you know what i don't care i'm just gonna wear a plain t-shirt and a pair of jeans every day and you know what i'm just gonna be confident right. i'm just gonna let my confidence do the job because i couldn't afford it at the time and you know a lot of my extended family wouldn't acknowledge it they wouldn't acknowledge the struggle the same way i'm sure you guys are you know you're going mm-hmm. through the struggle there's not a lot of people ignore it it's like they don't want to touch it like it's tainted and and really you're not really you don't want money it's not like you want someone to just give you money you just need emotional support you need people to talk to people to say keep up the good work keep grinding it's very hard to go get through this time but somehow you got to find a way to keep your eyes like on the light at the end of the tunnel and stay focused just stay focused on the idea that it's possible Mm -hmm. you just have to keep going like the only way you lose is if you stop Right, like you just gotta keep going because it's so. Every day you wake up, it's it starts off negative. <laughs> right, we're working on that. Yeah, well, it's na- <laughs> it's natural. I trust yeah. me. I know a lot of people who have their own businesses. It's natural. I mean, that's that's how it works. Like you wake up every morning, it's like, oh shit, you know, uh, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I gotta do. That. Oh shit, we didn't make any money. It's almost like you know, it's it's da- it's a daunting task. It is to to live the life of an entrepreneur and. Sadly enough, we don't get enough support sometimes, but that's not what this is about. So what do you guys see as sort of your challenges moving forward? Now, you're, you're, you've been open since last October, right. and you're coming up on a year. 
you're probably starting to get the handle on a few things. Like, what do you see in the forefront of what's coming for you guys? Um, business is just going to be better. It's getting better. There's a lot like that. It's because the attention's there now. So I just see uphill. That's all. Mm-hmm. You, what, what sort of challenges do you see coming? Well, I mean, we have some support from our, from our partners. So we're training some of the partners to work the register and, you know, do things like that. And they're willing to, to spend some time in the store. So, I mean, other than, you know, trying to get ourselves out, out of the business and networking more, that's, the only, that's, more, yeah, that's, that's the only thing I could see is that we need to be out speaking about it like we're doing today and, you know, networking. So to make sure that the buzz stays, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And people stay interested. That you're so. always creating. Yeah, always marketing, always, being... always making sure, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? People know it's something new, it's something fresh. You know, they want to be a part of it. What do you find that's the best way to communicate to the people that are sort of your customer base? Social? Social media and more in person. In person. I, like like pop-ups. Like I like too. pop-ups because when people really come, it's like they love it. Because so your ultimate different. goal, and this is going to sound like more business coaching than anything else, but is your ultimate goal ultimately to have a busy store, right? Yes. Like to have people in the store transacting, buying merchandise and the vendor makes money and you make money and everybody's happy, right? Right, so that's what we're looking for. Ultimately, that's the goal. Have you ever spent any money advertising? Somewhat. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because... Yeah, we've been u- really utilizing Facebook and Instagram a lot. And, and um, word of mouth. Yeah, and word of mouth a lot. So we haven't really used, like, an outlet, like a radio station or anything So as far like as that. these pop-ups go, these are probably the easiest way to get the word out. Because yeah. it creates a huge buzz. Yes. But have you ever pushed the threshold on how many pop-ups you can have consecutively? Um, because if each one, if that's sort of the store optimized at its best, then that's what you need more of. You need less days of just being shops in and more days of yeah. We we considered shop. that, but um, in order to do that, we would have to minimize the amount of vendors we use, and we'd have to keep repeatedly using. I mean, to keep up with that demand, if I was to do it once a week and 10 vendors once a week, that's 40 different vendors a week. It's I'm kind of hard. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, 40 different vendors, yeah. What, why does it have to be a different a vendor can't come every weekend? Yeah, they can, but at the, the point is just say, like, the people who came in a pop-up last time, if they, they, you know, they come, they're looking for new products. They're looking... But like Something they saw this product already, you know, if they want this product again, they have contact or more than likely we work something out with that vendor because they had a good product and we carry it in the store. Okay. Gotcha. So it's, it's always to introduce. The pop-up is yeah, introducing new products. New product okay, and new people. Gotcha. Yeah. And that makes all the sense of the world. But I'm just trying to think from your perspective, how much time do you think about other ways to make generate revenue at the oh, store consistently all day right yeah yeah. Day. yeah we i mean we're gonna and that's it you gotta we're just gonna have trying a, um and trying sipping paints like we're gonna start oh, doing those yep. to have featured for for the artists that we have in oh the that's store. cool so you'll have yeah like, things so events like that. Nights, things like that things like that yeah. yes um i think we did touch base with shop symbol what i'm really impressed with like i said is that there are people like you in the community that are literally 
like lightning rods. You guys are injecting this positive energy into this renaissance that's going on in downtown Lynn. I, hats off to you guys, honestly. I mean, I think that what you're doing is great. I know, I know it's a little tough right now. It's the beginning, but like you guys said before we started, like your mission is to make it a success. You're not going to stop, right. right? And it's going to be successful. It's a tough situation right now, but I think that there's a lot of lessons to be learned, and I think you guys are, are doing an amazing job managing that. We're so, learning them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank, Thank you. you for Appreciate having us. You.